The interviews and discussions on this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. Hello there, I'm your host, Peter Strachan. Welcome to Stockhead's Rock Yarn. Like most companies, those operating in the resources sector are always striving to reduce costs and increase their efficiency. Our guest company today, QTech Proprietary Limited, has been working with operators in the oil and gas area, as well as others in the broader resources sector to achieve these goals for many years. In a decarbonising world where environmental monitoring is so important, QTech has also honed its offering to fit with emerging business opportunities in a low carbon future. To take us through QTEC's innovative technologies and paint a broader brush over the activities and its plans for the futures, I'm delighted to welcome the company's executive chairman, Simon Ashton. Simon, thanks for coming in today. First, can you just introduce yourself and, and sketch out that career that brought you to this point, starting in your homeland of England? Yeah, good morning, Peter. Thank you for that. Um, yep, I'm a 43-year veteran of the energy industry. Started at the very tender age of 18 in uh, a place called Great Yarmouth in England, where they first discovered gas in the 70s, uh, prior to discovering oil offshore Scotland, Aberdeen, as most people know. And I was drawn to the industry specifically by technology. And the one moment that made me join the industry was watching the Beryl Alpha float out, the largest structure built in Europe since the Eiffel Tower. And they floated it on the water and then sunk it. And it became the largest production platform in the world. And I thought, well, I can't land on the moon, but I think I can get involved in energy. And so I did. And um, I joined a company, small British company called Expro. Um, in 78 and uh, spent four years in the UK working throughout Europe and then moved across to the Netherlands, which had a very profound effect on me, particularly in terms of um, environment environmental monitoring and in terms of protecting the environment and having some you know, social license to operate, which of course the Dutch were very famous for in the 80s and the 90s and have always had some of the highest standards in the world. So that was etched into my uh, DNA at that time. Um, that combined with an insatiable insatiable curiosity and, and a sort of fascination with niche technology making the difference between, shall we say, savagery and sophistication. Humanity's moved on and, and so did I. I spent 22 years at Expro, completed a management buyout, um, went on the London Stock Exchange, became the region director for Europe, um, and then moved down to Singapore and then Perth to become region director of Asia. Spent many years traveling through the region and retired on my 40th birthday on top of Kota Kinabalu with my management team. I walked off one side, they walked off the other, and I moved on to become a, a bit of an entrepreneur and, and someone who had a fascination with technology. And just as bullet points, I think um, my idea of energy and environment led us to create a company called SeaTrack that had the world's first unique rigless subsea uh, abandonment system off the back of the boat in the early 2000s. I then moved on and formed a company called Black Diamond International in geothermal industry in the Philippines, where we intervened, maintained and expanded the geothermal 
capabilities with our clients Unical and Chevron. Moved on then to Thailand to form a company called PTI, where we developed systems that captured fugitive gas emissions and all waste gas and oil and made it into production, which was highly economic, but also extremely good for the environment there. And then in 2002, uh, sorry, 2012, in fact, I went into a Wyoming-based company called Welldog, brought them over to uh, Australia with a unique technology called Varman Spectroscopy. Very quickly realized that that was a niche technology and I needed a core technology. So we started up uh, monitoring the subsurface for the coal seam gas industry, which at the time had no other obvious economic solutions. Systems were costing $100,000 in wells that were costing two hundred and fifty. So they were buying five a year. So, uh, so Simon, that's a fantastic curriculum vitae. And you can see that your broad experience in the industry and all of these contacts you've had with various activities and various technologies uh, really put you to the point where you're able to bring these various technologies and various groups to form what is now QTech. So can we just hear about the hows and whys of the opportunity you grabbed to combine these bunch of technologies to form QTech? Well, I think uh, QTech in particular, which, uh, you know, we formed in 2017, but really continued on from my original investment in Welldog, that was formed on the premise that um, the oil and gas industry particularly is obsessed with customization of everything they do. I looked at coal gas and realized it was more mining than oil and gas. And so they needed a commodity type service, which was very repeatable, high volume, high performance, but low cost. Yeah. And we went in with that and we talked to our clients and said, if you give us the volume, we will give you the answer. And just as an example, we took the cost of a system from 100,000 down to 30,000 in two years. And then after that, we've uh, had incremental improvement in cost as volume has gone up. And when I entered the industry, one in 10 wells had a monitoring system. Now every single well in coal sand gas has a subsurface monitoring system. Um, and that's just not only for operational opt optimization, but it's also for environmental. We monitor the subsurface every second of the day where we're removing water out of these um, these coals, particularly in Queensland. We've got more than 14,000 systems currently in the ground in Queensland. So it's, it's fair to say that your technology has actually reduced the costs for these operators and, uh, and enabled them to monitor real-time what's going on every well. Well, that's correct, Peter, and I think that was the key thing. We always wanted a price point competitive product, but it had to work also. And and as you know, there's no one better than making uh, equipment subsurface work in arduous and challenging positions than the energy people. And that's where I recruited my team from. So what exactly does QTEC smart sensors measure and how does that assist the clients to reduce their costs? Well, just putting very simply, um, long ago, we realized water was the key. Um, and we realized that water was the key to our social license to operate. Um, in the world, as we've often discussed, every one barrel of oil requires 10 barrels of water to be produced, treated and re-injected or used. In calcium gas, you have to remove the water just to get the gas. And so our monitors allowed the pumps to optimize. So we measure the level of the water above the pump specifically. Um, and what does that do? That means the pump can work 
in an optimum way. If there isn't a monitoring system and the water or the pump is on too fast, it will burn out within 15 minutes. If the water level is too high, your dewatering will take two, three times uh, as long to, to achieve the result. Uh, we've got data in front of me here, which shows, you know, the economic value of monitoring subsurface. But it also allows us to monitor around the coal seams, which aren't producing, making sure the water table is adequately managed by the clients. We do this both in mining and in uh, coal seam gas for the energy people. And that's very important for the farmers, very important for the uh, social license to operate locally, particularly onshore and particularly in Australia, where water is such a rare and precious commodity. Yeah, it's um, it's important not to have those pumps cavitating, uh, pumping too fast. Otherwise, you, you they they soon burn out. That's right. So it's always been a a matter of trying to. In the old days, people would just try and you know watch it for a couple of hours and say, "Oh, that'll do," and walk away and hope that that you know the pump was okay. And uh, but now you can actually make sure that it's working to its optimum. Um, so what sort of uh, competition? is there in the market for the sort of work that your company QTech does, uh, Simon? Well, we're in several niches and because we realised, I think, a couple of years ago that um, being just a, a, an energy service company wasn't going to be the most optimum position to be in. So we expanded our portfolio. We ended up measuring aquifers for standard water production. We characterised the aquifers and the aquitards using nuclear magnetic resonance tooling that we built in Applecross. Um, and we gave the water industry the perfect tool for water, as most of us know. It was invented by the oil and gas industry in the uh, late 50s, optimized through uh, many, many years. And, the, and then the medical industry called it um, MRI because they didn't like the nuclear component, uh, where there is no nuclear component, of course, so a bit of a misnomer. But we've been able to characterize aquifers and, and allow water companies, so the aquifer companies who own our drinking water and our um, industrial water to realize that many of their reservoir models were completely wrong. So we've taken high tech from energy, put it into the water industry. We've taken high tech from energy and we've put it into the surface water business that we now have, uh, where we monitor and um, and report every you know second of the day on any climate events, drought, flooding. Uh, we have systems that turn on alarms on roads throughout uh, Queensland. Uh, we're involved with many local councils and many water companies there uh, to give them the data that will allow them to manage and mitigate their situation with water. Um, an example would be in Victoria, there are 23,000 water monitoring bores and 93% of them are monitored manually by a man with a ute and a taking <laughs> We put everything on the cloud. It's instant. It's real time. It's actionable data. And you can use it at any time that you need it. And that's where this technology niche, particularly coming from, you know, oil and gas, which has always had the cutting edge because the time cost of money in oil and gas, as we know, is very high. Uh, we've been able to transfer that right across the portfolio, surface water and subsurface water. We're, we're particularly expert at subsurface because of our legacy and our heritage. And we are taking that technology to surface water where our clients are amazed at our ability to monitor and sense um, all sorts of climate events. And I think society's experience expecting us to do that and it will be key to the energy transition that we demonstrate the ESG component. QTech puts the E in the ESG and makes sure 
that we can demonstrate at local town council meetings or in local councils or in parliament or wherever that we monitor what we're doing and we are managing it and we are not in any way trying to damage the environment. So, um, Simon, Qtex sort of started off in the oil and gas with uh, drilling companies there, but who are the the customers now? I mean, beyond uh, local councils and water corporations, uh, the agricultural industry, for instance, uh, are there any others like that that are starting to to pick up your technologies? Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting. As we broaden our um, portfolio, I think, uh, you know, the key companies that we originally started with were would have been, you know, 90% of our revenues would have been in energy. Today, that's less than 55%. Um, today, the water authorities and the local councils make up 30% almost. Uh, we're moving into agri-tech, as we call it, TEQ, fits rather nicely. Um, we have a 4M strategy, which is basically measure, monitor, manage and mitigate. Our clients have said, well, can you meter the water? Can you give water an economic value? And then we can manage it better. And we all know that, um, you know, growing cotton in drought stricken areas eats up an enormous amount of water. And so by pricing it appropriately, I think we'll be able to manage that and use our water in a much better way. Um, A couple of statistics which are interesting is that 20 percent of the world's global agricultural land is reticulated or irrigated. It produces over 40% of the world's food. And we know that you cannot, as the population goes from 7.8 billion today to 10 billion in 2050 and probably 12 billion in 2100, we can't keep chopping down forests to give more agricultural land. We've got to grow more on the land that we currently have um, under the plough. And again, water is the key. We just add water. Australia yeah. is based on that fact, and we want to be able to measure and manage and m- mitigate water in our country. Yeah, I think uh, in Israel it's uh, like illegal to spray water around. It all has to be drip-fed and monitored so that you get the soil uh, moisture levels are controlled and so forth. I guess that's the sort of area that you'd be in as well. Well, we've looked at that, and then you move on to fertigation, where you actually yeah. mix the uh, fertilizer into your water drip, and you get enormous amount of bang for your buck by making sure the water only is dripped. And we put moisture meters in the ground and measure the moisture level, so you don't overwater even with dripping, not yeah. just on a timer. So you know, technology is amazing. I think connectivity is amazing. I think looking at environmental stewardship, we in our uh, vision statement, we're about automating environmental stewardship. It is pointless measuring millions of data points by hand and thinking that you can take action. We need to trend it. We need it to be in real time. We need it to be on the cloud and accessible to those that need it. Uh, And we've developed our own um, cloud-based platforms. We've developed our own sensors. And of course, we work with the clients to ask them exactly what they need to better manage the resource that they're looking at. And whether you're mining coal or gold or whatever, you need a water management plan and you need to measure it. And while, uh, Simon, while you've got this close monitoring of these activities you, with the you know growth of renewable energy, which can be intermittent, uh, you could also uh, sync that in to a time when you've got low-cost, cheap energy and and do your, your pumping or, or at that time. And if the energy goes off or is too expensive you can stop pumping during that time and lower your costs i think you know that's absolutely true i I think pricing water is a key issue in australia i think it allows you to manage and mitigate the effects of not having enough or having too much 
Um, you know, just as an example, in 2018, the coal seam gas industry produced 40, uh, 41.8 gigalitres of water, and that was provided for the beneficial use of agriculture in Queensland, or it was used to recharge the Great Artesian Basin. Yeah. You know, that's a vast amount of water that has been moved by pumping, as you suggest, and moved into another into another area, such as agriculture. And we know that several of our energy customers own large farms with um, uh, with cows and uh, and beef um, on them, and they're using the water to create that. Ninety um, percent yeah. of the water uh, that QTEC monitors um, from coal seam gas is treated and used by agriculture. So finally, um, Simon, what's your vision for the future for QTEC? What sort of areas of expansion beckon and will the company be able to bootstrap itself through the cash flow you generate or will you need access to additional equity or debt sometime, do you think, in the future? Well, again, we're at a pivotal moment and we always seem to be at a pivotal moment. Um, <laughs> you know, we've uh, we've made our investments. We're quite good at M&A. We've done five M&As and one disposal in the last four years. And most of that was based um, upon um, equity, paper and some debt, whatever. We're now at a point where QTEC is debt free. Um, we have a very clear picture of what we want to do. The biggest thing is we've gone from wired gauge systems that uh, are imported by 80% of the componentry. We are now changing that to wireless systems that we've called QFI. And 85% of those systems are produced locally in Queensland. They also get rid of, as a carbon footprint, they're 90% less carbon footprint than a wired gauge system. Uh, there are no feed-throughs at the wellhead to allow leak passages, which is a huge issue for fugitive emissions, something else we are measuring. And so our first stop is we want to get broad market adoption of our QFI wireless systems that are subsurface. They prevent you having to run all of this wire imported by ships. We've got ships on the ocean every day at the moment and have done for the last few years, bringing cable over 30,000 metres a month sometimes. Yeah, well, everyone wants to reduce their uh, their environmental footprint. So um, making these things locally also has the advantage of, you know, just being the security of supply. It is. And, and by the way, of course, you know, with the resource prices going through the roof, having running, you know, 600 metres, 800 metres of copper cable with stainless steel casing and the prices are going through the roof. With a wireless system, it is one gauge um, uh, which we have jointly developed and then it's uh, some steel that is used out of um, Queensland and then it is a sensor in the surface taking the signal through the overburden. So, in fact, you reduce the amount of weight of your system by you know 75 percent and you reduce your exposure to these fast rising uh, prices for um all of the aluminiums and uh, um and copper yeah well so simon look you've got the uh, the bull by the horns there you've got the tiger by the tail you've got a fantastic uh, future ahead there and plenty of ideas i can hear them swilling around in your head as you as we talk so thanks for coming in today i think that's a really great uh, introduction to a, a dynamic australian service industry which is spreading itself across a number of areas and really putting as you say putting the e into the environmental social and governance uh, that companies are now so you know desperately fo focused on so th thanks once again simon for coming in that was a fantastic uh, rundown on uh, what qtech is doing thank you peter i really appreciate it